Hi, my name is James Crabtree. I'm sitting in Singapore. It's just before 10 o'clock in the morning uh, and I'm joined. Well, Paul, why don't you introduce yourself from the US? This is Paul Triolo from the Eurasia Group, uh, sitting in DC up late, wor worrying about TikTok. Very good. So we're going to talk about TikTok for the next six minutes. So Paul, I, I mean, this thing changes by the by the hour. Um, can you give us a sense of like where, where have we got to? I've only just woken up. So what, what happened today? Sure. And what's the state of play? Well, t today was sort of the end game, I think, uh, for both uh, for TikTok and WeChat, which is the other executive order pending. So this, this time clock started on August 6th and runs out on Sunday, the 20th. And so this is pr pretty close to the end here. Um, there's a mad scramble at the end to come up with a basically a mitigation strategy that is acceptable to um, the president of the United States and to um, basically the US government, big elements of the US government. Um, and the big question is, is gonna be, and, and it's also acceptable to Oracle and ByteDance, it seems for the moment. Um, the big question is gonna be, is it acceptable to China? Uh, because we haven't really heard from Beijing here. But basically tomorrow, uh, there will be probably the uh, early in the morning, there'll be a, an order that's released by the White House that, that lays out the terms um, of the of the transactions that, that will be banned for TikTok. It'll probably push out most of those until November 12th, which is actually the deadline for the company to, to meet some of the, the standards um, required under a separate executive order governing its relationship with um, uh, any buyers that are that are that have come along in this case um, uh, Oracle um, with a couple other uh, partners and some other of the investors in ByteDance. So it's it's a crazy show. It's there's so many players in this. Um, but tomorrow we'll know basically the way forward here and whether the deal is going to be accepted at least in DC and uh, among the US uh, side of the of the house and then we'll wait to see what happens uh, in Beijing. So let's take a sort of step back. So we have this deal mm -hmm. originally it was going to be a sale potentially to Microsoft seemed to be the front runner that stopped happening in part because the Chinese said you can't have a sale because we don't want to sell the algorithm. Right. So we got this rather strange dog's breakfast of an arrangement in which Oracle right. promises to act as a kind of trusted American guardian to stop right. um, TikTok global um, sending information back to um, ByteDance in China and then onwards to the Chinese security state, which we should say TikTok denies that it ever has done or will do. Um, what right. is Oracle's motivation in this deal? Like, why do they even want to do this, given they're an enterprise software developer? Well, I think, you know, this is, this, this is a play to get into this space um, and provide things like cloud services, right? They're, 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 they're big play. Oracle is, a, is really a cloud, a cloud provider. And so um, by, you know, getting access to TikTok and it's all of its, um, its, its assets, it, it's, it's really, TikTok in some sense is a, is a cloud, cloud company also and has a lot of deals with a lot of other, other companies to share data around its users. So I think it's a play by TikTok to get into this social media space with a really hot property. I mean, this, you know, there were, hundreds of millions of downloads of TikTok in the US. It's very popular. Um, there's a lot of data flying around. Um, and so I think, I think Oracle just saw this as a way to, you know, curry favor with the White House um, uh, is one, at one level, because uh, obviously they're very close to, to the president and others in the White House. Um, and also to sort of, um, you know, break into an area where, they're, where they haven't really um, done a lot. Um, but yeah, the Microsoft, the Microsoft deal is actually much, much, much of a real divestiture, whereas the Oracle thing is much more complicated. There'll be a board that oversees this. 
um, with U.S. citizens. There'll be a data security guy who's a U.S. citizen who's cleared to make sure that, um, you know, that, that the data is not, doesn't go to places it shouldn't go and will be the sort of point person for CFIUS um, to oversee this. It's a very unusual arrangement. Um, but I right. think Oracle here is going it's to, it's, really, it's hard to see at one level how Oracle is going to sort of monetize this. But, um, you know, you, you, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people using this platform. And so I think they see this as a, as a way to reach out to those people and, and improve their, their sort of posture with young people on the consumer side. Because you're right, they're mostly a business company. I mean, as you say, it's a very unusual deal. And the precedent of this is, is kind of intriguing that if we're going to get into a world in which every Chinese company that wants to operate in the United States and potentially from many other countries as well, you know, Russian, who knows, mm -hmm. uh, any, any country that might be considered a national security threat has to have an American hand up, hold her. Then you almost get into a sort of Chinese style system in which you, um, you, you know, you, you have to have kind of party committees sitting over <laughs> a business organization. Right. So it's a, a very strange precedent. But I mean, I suppose that the, the news flow of the last couple of days suggests that this deal isn't going to end up satisfying the, the hawks in the, the kind of anti-China hawks in, the, in and around the Trump administration. So in our final 45 seconds, I mean, I guess, what's your sense? Is this thing going to collapse in a heap or is it going to go through in roughly this form? Well, I think, you know, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin really wants this deal to go through. So, and he's sort of in the driver's seat here. So the problem is he's going to, cre he's created a lot of people who are sort of angry at the way this has been handled. Um, but I think that, you know, and we don't know the details of the mitigation agreement, but it, it looks like it's, it's much improved from the initial uh, iteration. And so I think this will probably stand. I think the big question mark is still China. Um, how, how much are they apprised of this? Because the, the mitigation strategy changed tremendously since the first go around. And so they may not like the, the conditions that are placed on this, as you say, as a precedent. Um, so there's still a chance the whole thing could collapse. Very good. All right. Well, thanks, Paul. That's terrific. That was fun. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Yes. Stay tuned.